0: I want to talk today very, very specifically. I, w- I want to zero in on what I think may be one of the most important points. And it's something that you won't hear on mainstream news in the mainstream media anywhere. I, and, and now you won't hear it on Instagram either, because if you even attempt to say any of this on Instagram, you'll be banned immediately. And Instagram and Meta is using this for their excuse on why I've been banned But I want to talk about why I have supported Yemen and their actions to stop any ship heading for Israel in the Red Sea. I want to lean in on it. I want to get very specific and detailed. And I want to tell you why I think what they're doing is the single most important thing going on to stop the genocide in Gaza. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, The Breakdown. The Breakdown The the, the Breakdown Before I get into what I want to say about Yemen and the Houthi fighters who have been using small speedboats and small arms to, and sometimes, um, Uh, of any method they can to stop ships in the Red Sea, to stop commerce in the Red Sea. Before I lean into that, I want to preface it by saying this. What the United States and Israel are doing right now to the Palestinian people in Gaza and the West Bank is so utterly despicable. It's so unbelievably violent and nasty and evil But I don't want to hear anything about human rights violations of of any other country. And here's the thing, and I've said this publicly. Um, When I traveled to speak in Doha, Qatar, I heard people saying, but don't they have human rights violations? I live in the United States of America, where our police kill at least three people every day. Where we have the most incarcerated people of any nation in the world. Don't talk to me about the human rights violations in Qatar. You can have a critique of Qatar. That's fine. But at this point in the world, it would be difficult to travel to any nation that doesn't have human rights violations, but particularly as an American, I don't want to hear from anybody from the United States or Israel about human rights, civil rights, because right now, The entire world is against you. Your violations of human rights, your war crimes, your genocidal actions that have slaughtered over 30,000 Palestinians, over 12,000 children. What I just saw that happened just moments ago in Gaza is some of the most despicable images and videos I've ever seen in my life. I've seen men, women, and children blown to literal bits in a refugee camp. It just happened. Don't talk to me about the human rights of anybody in Yemen. While you are literally right now in present tense in this moment, the most despicable violator of human rights in the world. Don't say shit to me. I have critiques of Yemen. I, listen, I am what Kobe Bryant called a girl dad. I have four daughters that I love. I love women's rights. I will always fight for the equality and rights of women. And I would love to see women treated in Yemen more equitably, more fairly, more humanely. And I'll fight for that. And I, if I was in the room, with leaders from Yemen I would say this in love to them I would say this and I, and I hope to be able to say it but here's the thing right now the United States is a gross violator of the human rights of women in this country don't talk to me about human rights when you are slaughtering thousands of women all over Gaza the things i have seen that have happened To the women of Gaza, I will never be able to unsee for
1: the rest of my life. So I I had to preface that. Because people want to invalidate what
0: these courageous Yemeni men are doing. Literally putting their lives on the line. Let me tell you, so far in the Red Sea, the men of Yemen have not killed a single person. So don't talk to me about how they are terrorists, how they are monsters, when they have not killed a single solitary soul. When the United States has already killed at least 10 Yemeni men themselves. The Houthi fighters, the Houthi rebels, whatever you want to call them, the men of Yemen have not killed a single American, have, have not killed a single person on a single ship in the Red Sea. Don't talk to me about how they are gross violators of human rights. We have a quick word from one of our sponsors. I'll be right back, and I want to tell you why I think what those men in Yemen are doing may be the single most important thing going on right now in the world. I'll be right back.
1: The, the, the Breakdown.
0: Over the course of my life as a leader, I'm 44 years old, I've been a public leader a very public leader, at least since I was 17, and really even before then, when I was 16, even 15, 16, I was starting to lead. But I really became a very public organizer and civil rights leader when I was just 17 years old. And over the the past 27 years of my life as a leader, and, and like let me be very specific when i was 18 and 19 years old in 1997 and 1998 at morehouse college i was then one of the most well-known student organizers in the country when i was 18 and 19 years old i was literally signing autographs for people I mean, it, it, it sounds ridiculous like that's i was very well known at a very young age i was on at 17 and 18 and 19, I was on CNN. I was on local news, national news for the work that I was doing as a student organizer, organizing again, or even all the way back then around racial injustice, around the murder of the, the lynching of James Byrd in Jasper, Texas, around the police murder of Amadou Diallo in New York. We were already doing that work. And over my 27 years of leading and organizing with every year that has passed in my life, I always ask myself a question: Is what I'm doing effective? Is this effective? Are we getting closer to our goal?
1: Are we making a difference here? And As I evaluate all of the my
0: wife asked me a question last night that was a, a painful question. She says, "Sean." Is all that you've done? Is it worth it? You've you've lost your Instagram account that took you ten years to build. You lost five point seven million followers. You lost the Instagram page to this podcast with two hundred thousand followers I've had for six years. You you we created a fact checking page that had one hundred and fifty thousand followers. That's gone. Sean, was it worth it? And she wasn't. It wasn't a dig. But she was serious. Is it worth it? And I told her, I said, yes, yes, it was worth it. I didn't know that was going to happen. Everything I said was right. was righteous. I stand by it. You know, I I said this on Telegram. I've said this online.
1: I'm not going to apologize. I don't regret a thing. I don't regret a single thing I've said. Nothing. And has it cost me a lot? Absolutely it's cost me more than any of you know and more than I'll ever say out loud. It's, it's cost me a lot. But I'm safe. I'm not in Gaza. And my suffering is nothing,
0: is, is zilch compared to the safest person in Gaza. Who Right now, the suffering of Gazans is so extreme that even after a lifetime of me doing this work, I can hardly comprehend what they must be feeling. And for those of you that have followed me on TikTok, I'm, I'm on TikTok at Sean King TikTok. That's my whole username. You know, I said on a live yesterday, you know, I speak to hundreds of Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank. And I try to encourage them and motivate them and pray with them. And, and give them every bit of support that I can. I help them find whatever they need because I'm speaking to people all over Gaza. And I can connect people, connect people together that didn't know each other before this.
1: And yet I know that while they message me, they're suffering immensely. And
0: I have to ask myself the question, is what I'm doing effective? And my answer to that is yes and no. I I, I leaned into this yesterday. We've raised amazing awareness. We've elevated the IQ of the world. More people understand the suffering and plight, the oppression of Palestinians than have ever understood it. And for that, I'm proud. But we have not eased the suffering of Palestinians. And what... The men of Yemen are trying to do right now. What they are attempting to do is to stop the flow of commerce in the Red Sea. For those of you that don't know, Yemen has a very huge border coastline with the Red Sea. And for any ship to come through the Red Sea, you have to pass by Yemen. You can't get through there without passing by Yemen. And Yemen, which has suffered themselves immensely over the past 10 years, they've been brutalized by other nations in the region, supported by the United States.
1: They're dealing with deep despair and poverty in Yemen. But some of the best people I have ever met in my life are from Yemen. And
0: those men said, we won't sit idly by and do nothing. And so we're going to get on our boats. They are a seafaring people. They have been seafarers, water travelers for thousands of years in Yemen. The water is their home. Yemen has always been in the Red Sea. The, the, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, Speaks about Yemen in the Quran. Do you understand me? Like, the, the, the most holy book to Muslims speaks about Yemen. Thousands of years ago. And those men said, no, 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 no. We will do something. We will figure out something that we can do to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian people. And so they got on their boats and said, listen, we're not going to allow weapons to come in, fuel to come into Israel that they will use for a genocide. We won't let that happen. And we will stop every ship that comes through here until this genocide ends. And those men have said, we do not aim to harm any people. We do not aim to kill anyone, but just don't bring your ships through here. Go somewhere else.
1: And they said this, when the genocide stops, we'll stop. Let me tell you how I interpret that.
0: I see the men of Yemen as the peacekeepers of this moment. They are saying that the wholesale slaughter of Palestinians will not happen uninterrupted on their watch. And I support that. All of us should. And they have cost. This is why I'm actually banned. They have cost Israel and these multinational shipping companies billions of dollars. Billions. Those men, only a, a, probably a hundred men that have participated in these Red Sea activities. About a hundred men have done more to interrupt this genocide than the hundreds of millions of us have. And so, no, I refuse to abandon those men. I refuse. And I will not apologize for what I've said because I believe in what they're doing. It has taken, it has now cost them their lives and it has taken tremendous courage which they have in droves to do what they're doing. And I'll continue to unpack and explain and talk about it right here on the podcast. I've got to run. I'm heading into a meeting that I'm about to be late for. Love, love, love and appreciate all of you. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also go to the Northstar.com, subscribe and become a member there as well. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody.